Welcome to the Helping Couples Heal podcast, a place for healing and hope for couples impacted by betrayal resulting from infidelity and or sex addiction. Your hosts are Marnie Breaker and Dwayne Osterlin, licensed marriage and family therapists, certified sex addiction therapists, and founders of respective treatment centers in Long Beach, Los Angeles, and San Diego, California. Marnie and Dwayne co-created Helping Couples Heal, a comprehensive program for couples recovering from betrayal trauma, including an in-person two-day workshop, an online aftercare program, and this podcast series is the first component of the program. Thank you for listening. Marnie and Dwayne are committed to helping you recover from the devastating impact of betrayal trauma and are honored to support you wherever you may be in your healing. If you've lost hope, you've come to the right place. Now, take a slow, deep breath, and let's begin with the Helping Couples Heal podcast. Hello, everybody, and thanks for listening to the Helping Couples Heal podcast. This is Marnie, and I am here with Dwayne. Hello, everyone. So we're bringing you a little bit of a a different podcast today uh, because I think we'd be remiss if we just went ahead and talked about betrayal trauma and ignored uh, the, the global pandemic that's occurring, you know, at this time. Right. And so we really wanted to acknowledge that if you're listening to this podcast, that means likely that you've experienced uh, the impact of betrayal trauma and that you have already been suffering and you were already dealing with trauma prior to this this global crisis. And so uh, that would mean that likely now things might be even harder or there might be some more pain, more trauma, and things might be quite difficult. And so we wanted to spend some time with you today just talking about self-care and the importance of how you can care for yourself during this time. Right. You know, with all of the stress of what's going on, all of the uncertainty, which adds to the betrayal and relational trauma, right? It's in a way, many ways similar to that. It can be really hard to cope and really hard to deal with all of that. So we thought we could come on and be able to maybe talk about some resources that you can do, uh, ways to cope with the immediate stress of our situation. And we wanted to give that back to everyone who's listening. Yeah. So the, f- the first thing that I would want to mention happens to be the Facebook group that we started called Helping Couples Heal, which is a private, it's a private, but public group, meaning that you, if you're not in the group, you cannot see anybody who's in the group and you cannot read any posts, but you can find the group. Right. Um, and so that seems to be a good help to the people who have uh, found, found it already. And it's free and easy to access. And there are people from all over the world that are in that group. So again, if you want some, some support, you can go to the Helping Couples Heal Facebook page and just answer a couple of quick questions to get approved to join the group. Definitely. And we'll be posting resources in there and support and stuff like that. Pool all our resources together and help each other uh, walk this path. Yeah. And something I've been thinking about a lot recently is now that, you know, even though I'm working from home, I don't have, um, I still have more time on my hands than I did, especially with the, you know, saving the commute in Los Angeles. That was, I didn't realize how much time that really took. Um, And so I want to use some of this extra time to be of service. And I'm doing that in a number of ways, um, personally and professionally. And professionally, one of the ways I'm doing that is um, by actually getting a little bit more involved with that Helping Couples Heal Facebook page. So I, I went in the other night and I did a live video where I, you know, encourage people to ask questions or um, share concerns or ask me to address a certain topic. And I think 
I was in there for about 45 minutes and people can actually see the, uh, the replay by just, you know, clicking on that when you're in the group. But it was, I think, really helpful and people seemed very, very appreciative and grateful for the connection, just being able to connect and also to talk about the betrayal trauma because I think probably what's happened is with everything else going on, it's taking a back seat and yet the feelings and the pain is still there. I think you're absolutely right, Marnie. And that's such a hard thing because we have this crisis right in front of us and that stuff does easily get pushed aside, but it is still there and it still needs to be talked about and acknowledged. So if you're out there struggling with that, we want you to know that we see that and um, we're doing our best to make connection and to create community and support. And, you know, I feel like, that's what we can give to this situation and how we can help. Yeah, we really want to be of service and continue to support people, even though obviously we're not doing any in-person workshops at the moment and, um, you know, our offices are closed. Um, so whatever we can do to continue to support you while you're out there and struggling, we want to do that. I also, I also want to say that I recognize that for a lot of couples who have been struggling with the impact of betrayal trauma that this could be a really stressful time because now you are quarantined together, right? right? And not really having as much access to um, outside activities and to getting space. And so this could be, I was thinking about this, this could be a really amazing opportunity for healing and for the coming together and managing this together. It can also be I think a really difficult thing to have to manage at a time when you were, your relationship was already in a state of trauma and crisis. Absolutely. So there's a lot of challenges there to, to deal with that. So we also were talking about recording this episode and, and what we wanted to do is talk about resources that you can use to help you through some of the anxiety and stress that come with this uncertain situation. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that we can do actually is put together a list for everybody who's listening of just some of the online resources that we know of. You know, a lot of our colleagues across the, the world are now offering offering all sorts of things online that weren't available before uh, because we know that people are really needing resources and communities. So we will put together a list of of resources and you can find that on the Helping Couples Heal website. That's a great idea. We'll do that. So I, I thought we could just talk about some of the things that we're doing to cope with the with the stress of this, the anxiety of this, the uncertainty of this, and um, what you could do too if you're listening. And there's a lot of things that you can do to be able to just help yourself deal with that. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing, because once again, I'm I'm in the LA area as well, and I'm not commuting to the office either, is going out for a walk. And on that walk, I put my cell phone in my pocket. I don't listen to my podcasts, even though I love podcasts. I just take a moment to look at all the different colors out there, right? So I'll walk maybe for 20 minutes, and I'll just try and look at all the different shades of green. So that's just a mindful thing that you can do and uh, take yourself out of the stress and kind of the, sometimes we can get caught in our own thought spiral. So just doing something like that can be helpful in the moment if you're feeling overwhelmed. 
Yes. And, and speaking of going outside and taking a walk, a mindful walk, and I would tell you that for me personally, that is my savior right now. I notice a huge difference in how I feel both emotionally and physically when I'm inside for a long period of time. And then when I go outside and I'm in the fresh air. And so we are allowed to go outside and to walk and to run and to be in nature. And doing that every day, I think, is incredibly healing. And I also want to just say real quick, because we will continue with this list of of ideas for you for self-care, that we also recognize that these things are going to be wonderfully helpful in moments, but that doesn't mean that in any way it's going to alleviate all of the stress or that, you know, this is going to be a daily practice because I think doing all these things one day, it's definitely going to make a difference, but we're going to wake up the next day and the situation is still going to be the same until it's not. And so really having a, a, a self-care program that you are, you're doing regularly is really, really important. Right. So one of the other things that I've started doing more of is I love uh, mindfulness meditation. So I've increased my mindfulness practice as well. So I've got the mindful walk, but then I also use, there's several apps out there that you can use that uh, have mindfulness meditations in them. I've increased that as well in my extra time to, to be able to cope with some of these overwhelming racing thoughts. And there are so many online um, exercise courses, yoga courses, um, lots of different type breathing, breathwork courses. One of my favorite at home yoga teachers is Adrian and she can be easily found. Her programs are all free and they're on YouTube. Um, You can just put in yoga by Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E. And I've been, I've been doing her program for a long time, but I also noticed the other day when I was looking at an update from the New York Times and they were giving some suggestions uh, for self-care and actually she, they, they suggested her. So I was, I was definitely onto something. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a great, great idea as well. And then I was also thinking about just practicing gratitude you know, one of the things that has been so amazing is watching people come together to help and watching people do that and having gratitude for those responses, those people out there that are just going out of their way to help their neighbor. Maybe they have an elderly neighbor and so they're getting groceries for them. I've seen that the other day so that they don't have to go out and, and, and risk their health. So just seeing all those things and noticing those good things, those heroes out there who are really helping and, and just having gratitude for that. Absolutely. Um, something that we did here on my block yesterday was we had a dance party. Um, one of my neighbors from across the street organized this dance party. She sent out a text to a whole bunch of us that live really close to each other. And at noon yesterday, we all went outside. We all have kids. And she blasted the music from her, um, from her side, from her house. And we all stayed in our own driveways and we danced. And it was really, really fun. Oh, that's awesome. So you, we can still have community. We just have to be a little bit more creative, a little more, like you said earlier, physically distanced so that um, you know, we keep each other safe and we stop the spread of this, of this pandemic, uh, but we can still have community. Well, yeah, that's actually, that's something I said to you, Dwayne, before we we started to record about the physical distancing. So oh, I'll, yeah, right, right. I'll mention that now. So, you know, the term that that we're using for how we have to combat this, this virus is social distancing. And I read somewhere how really 
that's not the right term because we need to be physically distancing ourselves from each other. But the opposite of social distancing, we need to be connected, we need to be social, and we need to have community. That's the only way that we're going to get through this. Absolutely. And then, you know, there's a lot of online groups that have now come about. And man, in the 12 step community, watching some of the people come together to get these groups online it's amazing. quickly and fast is just like, wow, that is amazing. And people just coming together to get it done so that people can have support. So connecting online with people and online groups, I think is so important. Very, uh, very to, important. Yeah. And to have that sense of togetherness even though we have to be physically distanced. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The other thing you can do is you can schedule Zoom calls or FaceTime calls with friends. It's, uh, it's, I think that that's, you know, one of the things I'm grateful for is a bunch of people from different times in my life, my, excuse me, different times in my life have been reaching out to try to arrange times for us to have like reunions, you know, on I Zoom, know. right? So I we know. can all see each other. And I say laughing, finding a way every single day to laugh. I think it's the best medicine. And I know that I wouldn't be where I am right now. I wouldn't be alive if I didn't um, have my humor right. and I didn't find a way to laugh through some of the, the real painful things in life. Yeah, definitely. And my last um, suggestion that some people might, might hate this idea and some people might love it is puzzles. So I've had a 1,000 piece puzzle that I've been working on, no joke, for about a year and a half. And everyone who's come to my home has commented every time they come in, like, you're still working on that puzzle? Just give up. It's a really hard puzzle. And I finished it three days ago. Oh, that's awesome. So that well, you're going to have to get another one. I am. I'm going to actually go on Amazon after we finish this, uh, this recording. That's a, that's a good, good way too. I think that's an awesome way because when, when your mind is racing and you have a lot of anxiety, you're in a, that fight, flight or freeze response, sometimes your mind is racing, trying to find some solution to an, a thing that really in that moment doesn't have a solution. So distracting yourself uh, in a healthy way, such as doing a puzzle, keeps your mind occupied and gives you some relief from the distressing thoughts. So yeah, that's healthy distraction. I think that's so important. It's very, that's a great idea. If we, can we post a picture of my puzzle that I finished if I send it to you, Dwayne? Yeah, can we'll we post put it, it? yeah. <laughs> Okay. We'll put it in the in the show notes. I you do. You can see Marnie's puzzle in the, in well, the show Well, I'm very notes. proud of it. And that's another thing. It actually made me feel good because truly every time I get a piece, because this puzzle, I cannot stress how hard this puzzle was. Every time I get a piece, I felt good and I had to focus. Yeah. I really did have to focus. So I could go, you know, a couple of hours sitting at that that puzzle. And I think we need things like that. You know, pick up, pick up or order those books that you've wanted to read and haven't had time, you know, mm -hmm. light candles, right, use right. your diffusers if you have them, you know, or essential oils, just if you like rocks and crystals and things like that, you know, this would be a good time to pick those up and, you know, journal. Right. And, and, you know, we're throwing at all these ideas. Obviously some people are never going to do, you know, a whole bunch of these things and other people are going to love the ideas. And so we're not suggesting you do all of them, but we do really suggest that whether it's these ideas or things that you've read somewhere else or your own, your own practices from your life pre coronavirus, that every single day you make sure to carve out time to take care of yourself and to connect with other people and to, to really connect with yourself as well and, and to allow whatever feelings need to come up. I know for me, I'm generally you know, doing pretty well, but I notice in moments that I get scared, not for a very specific reason. It's just this collective unknown and uncertainty and knowing that people are suffering and I have to 
I have to attend to my heart in those moments and, you know, and be there and allow myself to feel and then come back to the moment and I'm okay. And gratitude, like you said, is, is, you know, it's so valuable. It's probably one of the best gifts that we have. And I think you saying that is, is really awesome because it normalizes that this is scary. You, we should be a little scared. Yeah. That's what's helping us take action. That's what's keeping us inside to protect others and doing this physical distancing. So we need a little bit of that, you know, and I think that's normal and good to feel. So I'm glad that you share that too, as well, just to normalize that, you know, we're human too. And um, yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah, we are all in this together. And this is what I would say, if you guys have self-care suggestions, go to our website, And in the comments, write them down. I would love to hear what you guys are doing and how um, you're practicing self-care or ideas. And I think so many other people can get something from your idea. It might fit for somebody or you might see something that goes, guy, I didn't try that. I want to try that. So uh, I'd encourage you to do that. That'll be on the website under this episode. And you can also, if you do join the the Facebook group, you can go in there also, and it would be fantastic for people. In fact, I think I'm going to go in there today and just make a prompt and ask people to share, what are you doing to take care of yourself? How are you getting through these days? And let's all, you know, support each other and give each other ideas. Right. All right. Helping couples heal listeners. We're thinking about you and our hearts go out to you. And to your families. And to your families and uh, stay safe and stay healthy and know that you are not alone. Absolutely. All right, everybody, until the next episode, take care. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Helping Couples Heal podcast, where your healing is the number one priority. If you'd like additional resources about betrayal trauma or to learn more about the workshop, please visit helpingcouplesheal.com. If you're finding the podcast helpful, please support Dwayne and Marnie in continuing to reach others impacted by betrayal trauma. If you are finding the podcast helpful, please support Marnie and Dwayne in continuing to reach others impacted by betrayal trauma by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing this podcast with someone you care about. Once again, thank you for listening. We're grateful for your trust and look forward to continuing to support you on your journey of healing.